Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. <clears throat> that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. That's right, up and running here at WLQV 1500 AM on the Bible Talk program, ready to receive your Bible questions. That's what this is about. It's about an open air Monday. Your time, your turn to ask any questions you want about the Word of God. And hopefully you're getting ready to come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries tonight to be a part of our Monday night Bible study, which we have every Monday night, faithfully, uh, weather permitting, at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. We will be there tonight, continuing to explore 1 Corinthians. So we encourage you to come and be there uh, at our church, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. Uh, approximately right after this program ends, I'm headed there, and the Bible study starts at about 7 o'clock. That's when the praise service hits the stand. Then at about 7.30, I am there up in the pulpit, ready to teach from the Bible. So we encourage you to come. That's 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River, uh, to be at our Monday night Bible study tonight as we continue to look at 1 Corinthians. And I encourage you to call. Our phone lines are wide open right now. All you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We are waiting for your call. And also another thing we're waiting for, <clears throat> if we're going to stay on the air, we need to get donations from all of you guys that can send donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, uh, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate hearing from you. We need your donations to stay on the air. So please send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very, very much. The number to call here <clears throat> is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. 
uh, here on an open air Monday, your turn, your time to ask me all kinds of questions, whatever is on your mind. I'll do my very best to answer your questions, but you've got to call. This is your program. It is for you. So give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Give us a call right now. I don't have a challenge because this is open air Monday. So therefore, if you don't call, I'm stuck. I need to hear from you. But if you are interested in discussing theology, Bible, apologetics, either legal legal historical apologetics, cult apologetics, uh, uh, anything, theology, systematic theology, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Our phone lines are all open except for one, and on that one line is Gary in Pontiac. Let's listen to him and see what's on his mind. Hello, Gary. Hello. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. I hope you enjoyed um, yours as well. Number one, uh, the understanding of who Jesus is is very important, and also what he taught and having the understanding of, of what that was. In uh, John uh, 10, 10th chapter, verse 30, Jesus made the statement, I and my Father are one. Well, my questions come from John, the 8th chapter. Oh, before I get there, um, you knew pa- Pastor Bogle, who's still alive, right? Uh-huh. Did did you study with him, or did you um, did you did you ask him questions? Did you have that privilege? Well, I worked in his ministry as one of his ministers for eleven years. Yeah, yeah. My understanding is he, he's a, a Trinity Pentecostal, and he he believes like the uh, Church of God in Christ. Is that true? I know he believes in the doctrine of the Trinity. I didn't know of his background. Uh, if his background included him being a part of the Church of God in Christ. And then my minister, similar to Pastor Bill, he passed away. Uh, he was a oneness Pentecostal. Uh-huh. Had you ever met him? Uh, n- no. Oh, you never did meet him? Okay. Um, so, and, anyways, my questions come from John, the 8th chapter. Uh-huh. And um, starting in verse uh, 19. And um, uh, do you have your Bible there, or should I? I, sh- I sure do. I would never be caught without it. <laughs> so you yes. said you're in John chapter 8, what, verse 19? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. No. Yeah, 8, eight and 19. So uh-huh. the 19 through 25 is what they want you to read. Okay. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, You neither know me nor my father, for if you had known me, you should have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Okay. Yeah, keep reading. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, what question do you have about that there? Well, number one, Jesus said uh, uh, in John 10 that I and my Father are one. Uh-huh. So when he's talking about the Father, he's talking about God. Is that true? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'd just like you to read two more verses uh, that explain what I'm saying. In verse 20, 23 and 24. No, you, you read those for me, and then I'll give an explanation. Oh, and he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. I say, therefore, unto you, that you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Okay. So what is Jesus saying now? Oh, well, he's saying if you don't believe who he is, you're not going to make it, basically, right? Well, the early Jews didn't know. They, they were looking for a Messiah, mm-hmm. but they didn't know Jesus was the Son of God. They, they didn't really have the understanding of that. 
No, I I think that they had it, but they denied it. They didn't want to believe it. Okay, so these were religious Jews, then. These are people that had the word, then. They said they were. That's what the Sadducees and the Pharisees said. But actually, Jesus condemned them for adding tradition to the Scriptures. He said they followed the traditions of men rather than the Word of God. Well, my position, when Jesus first came, he didn't tell people they had to follow him. Is that right? He didn't tell people that they had to follow him? Right. No. He only picked certain ones that were his disciples, and he didn't tell that the world had to believe in him and follow him in, in the beginning. Well, in the beginning, he uh, he came and he spoke to the Jews. But, of course, whether he did in the beginning or not, one thing we know for sure, right, that when he rose mm-hmm. from the dead, he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And he told the disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So that's where we're at now, Gary. Yeah, but what I'm saying, the early Jews, they didn't really recognize who he was. Uh, maybe they didn't have the scriptures. No, nope, uh, they had like the scriptures. Isaiah. They had the scriptures. Absolutely, they did. They denied no, but the, the scriptures. the common Jew wouldn't have had it, right? The common the Jew went to the synagogue where the, where the scriptures yeah. were taught every uh, Sabbath day. So, yes, they had an understanding of it. Every Sabbath day they went, and they heard it being read. So, so you believe that they did have the word, and they did understand Absolutely, it because them. Jesus could not have condemned them had they not known. Okay, I don't believe he was condemning all Jews. I believe he was only condemning I didn't believe those it. He only believed were. the ones who didn't believe in him. No, he wasn't condemning all Jews. Oh, his early yeah, followers, his early followers, Gary, were Jews, so he wasn't condemning all of them. Because we can imagine if we were a Jew in the time of Jesus, which he was, then we would have used the same word he did, and then John the Baptist was there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. If, uh, it doesn't say that Jesus followed John the Baptist. That's interesting. No, why should he have followed John the Baptist when John the Baptist was uh, looking forward to him uh, coming and then for, oh, no, to but follow John, him? When I'm saying he was the forerunner, John fulfilled the revelation of the Old John, Testament. Yeah, but he didn't come to be a follower of John. He didn't come to be mm-hmm. a follower of John. In fact, John said that he wasn't worthy to reach down and untie his sandals. He was he came to proclaim Jesus. He did not come to uh, uh, to you know for Jesus to follow him. Any other question you so have, Gary? Yeah, but John didn't know that he was the one that was going to baptize Messiah. He didn't know that. Yes, well, yeah, John knew what he was going to do. Yes, he was aware when Jesus came. He knew who Jesus was before Jesus had told him. No, I mean, when he came to him, he did, but he didn't know that Jesus would come to him, I don't think. Well, I'm pretty sure he knew when he was there. So regardless of whether he knew or not, as long as he knew who Jesus was when Jesus was there in Matthew chapter 3 and baptized him, we are all in, we are all in conjunction with what the Bible is saying on that, Gary. All right, so thank you. You had a number of questions, my friend, uh, about it. I would say study uh, deeper, especially get into the background and history of the, uh, of the Jews, because definitely Jesus came to fulfill the Old Testament he did, and the Pharisees and Sadducees of the time rejected it. Uh, no doubt because of their reliance, Gary, on tradition and the oral law. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All of our fine phone lines are open. All you've got to do is pick up your phone and call, and you will be on the air on this particular program. And it is Open Air Monday. When it's your turn, your time to call with any Bible questions that you have that are on your mind. If you have a question about prophecy, systematic theology, anything that is of 
a concern to you or anything you're interested in discussing, you can do that right now by calling the Bible Talk program at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Your questions about Bible prophecy, church history. I'll even take a stab at that as well. All right, that's an interesting subject. But anything that you want to know about, I will do my level best to give you an answer and a biblical answer at that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, the pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, where I am encouraging you uh, tonight on Monday night to come to the Monday night Bible study, uh, which will be uh, starting at uh, 7 o'clock at our church. As uh, soon as I end this, I head there uh, to be a part of that Bible study, in fact, to teach it. And we encourage you to come uh, and uh, be a part of the Bible study at our Monday night Bible study, where you can ask questions about the Bible there as well. But right now, I'm looking for you to call area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, don't be like those callers who wait until the end of the program, and then they call. They call at the end. Then I can barely get their question in and barely get an answer in. Hey, if you want to call, you can call right now. And the phone lines are open. Only one is being taken. So that means we've got three more to go. And so if you want to be on the air, all you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Be glad to talk to you. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. All you've got to do is give us a call. And we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by June 30th. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. 
Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, uh, Clinton, he, I see him up he, up there, Brenda, Ronald, you guys hang on. We're going to get to all of you going to Clinton first, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Clinton. How you doing, Clinton? Pretty good, Pastor Moss. How you doing? Real good. What's on your mind, buddy? Well, first, I'm gonna thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. And what's uh, you are, what's on my mind is why did God change uh, Jacob' name to Israel? Well, because he would be one of the progenitors, let us say, uh, through which the the tribe was born. He's one of the founding fathers of the tribe: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, Jacob. Yeah, these become the uh, the elders who God chose to represent his whole people. In fact, so much so till it's amazing how the Bible uh, uh, does it. And and then the Bible is more concerned about things that we neglect. You know, we 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 in our culture, in our society have a tendency to put more uh, uh, honor on the young than on the old, if you know what I mean. Once you get old, yeah. <laughs> for us, we we were put to pasture. Old dust. <laughs> old dust. Yes, you wait. But, but back yeah. in their time, for instance, even in the book of Jeremiah, when uh, it's talking about the tribulation, and this is in Jeremiah chapter th- uh, 30, verse 7, it's amazing, where in Scripture it says, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble but he shall be saved out of it. By Jacob here, as you know, it means the whole nation. But Jacob, of course, stands for the whole nation. Not to say that Abraham or others couldn't, but he is like one of the found founders there. Uh, Pastor, I thought one of the three uh, reasons might have been he tricked his, his daddy or he uh, arm wrestled with, with God or he put... Uh, he tricked Esau. None of those three would have applied to it, would he? Well, the biggest one would be, you know, he got favor with God in that masculine okay. match, uh, match that you're talking about, right? That was where he yes. really, uh, uh, God, in fact, provided that for him so that he could become the man of faith uh, uh, that he did. 
so that oh, was good. a that was a uh, a good thing that happened uh, to him, uh, because his his name, as you know, uh, actually meant supplanter, right? But in the wrestling match he had at Peniel, is where uh, uh, you know he uh, it says right. here it says here in, in chapter 30, Genesis thirty two and twenty eight, and he right. said, "Thy name shall be called no more Jacob," because that of course was the name that uh, meant supplanter, but Israel. Okay, and so by being okay. called Jacob in Israel, Israel kind of exalted him. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hath prevailed. Okay? And so that is where uh, his name was changed uh, to be in a, uh, and, and, and there's where he emerged as a man of faith, was in that wrestling match. Okay. All right? Okay, and closing, I sent a check, but I didn't put down 107 on that Grand River. I put down the address, 48205, and I put down... Uh, boot, uh, Bible boot camp. Will it get to you without the address? Without the address, I don't know. Now it might. It might get uh, there. It might get returned I hate I do, to you. I thought about it. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll be praying, but uh, it may come back to you. I'm thinking. Okay. Well, when you say it again today, I'm gonna write it down again. I head down boot, uh, Bible boot camp. Uh-huh. Uh, PO box two. Uh, post box zero five eight seven nine. Uh-huh. And then I had Detroit, Michigan, four eight two zero five, but I right. didn't have I didn't have Grand River on there though. Oh, that's all right because that'll go to my PO box. That's where that goes. It's PO okay. box zero five eight seven nine, Detroit, Michigan, four eight two zero five. If you've got that, we'll get it. Well, I got that. Well, in closing, I had, I had, why you changed? I like the other thing, some music, you know. Well, I just changed. You know, after a while, I, I kind—I was using that for a long, long time. So I decided to use some different music. I'm—I'll I'll play that just for you sometime. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> you Take should, care, sir. Okay, thank you. He's sending those donations. I'll change anything he wants. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Brenda in Southfield. Hello, Brenda. Hi, Pastor Moss. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. You know, if you were referring referring a person, you know, to study the Bible, uh, I hear a lot of ministers, they always go to the book of John. Would would you do the same thing? Yes, I would. I would. First of all, uh, because uh, Mm -hmm. if if a person just starts to read the Bible, the best place to go Mm -hmm. is John, because John tells us uh, the very purpose of his Mm -hmm. book was so that people would believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So that means mm-hmm. that everything in that book is geared to let you know exactly who Jesus is. That's what the Gospel okay. of John does. So that's why I would recommend them do that first. Then after that, I would have yeah. them, but we don't stop there. I would say read John, mm-hmm. then go back and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then read John again. Okay. Then after that, go oh. to Genesis and plow your way through. Okay, so really get in those Gospels. Yeah, the Gospels, especially the Gospels. And then of John. go back. Yeah, because the Gospel mm-hmm. of John comes with that, uh, with that great, uh, with that great statement. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the very purpose of it was written so mm-hmm. that you might know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and uh, believe in Him. Yeah, so that's uh, that's very mm-hmm. much key. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, thank you. Oh, thank you. Great question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Now you guys are calling. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, And don't be afraid to disagree with me on something or something that you might think differently than me. Friends, uh, we can 
uh, uh, we can debate agreeably. No problem at all. It's all about education. So I encourage you to call. I've even had a, I had an atheist who called on this program. Very nice guy, by the way. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Ronald in Detroit. Hello, Ronald. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to ask you a couple of questions about church doctrine. Okay. Uh, and uh, when you, before you answer the question, I need you to give me a couple of seconds so I can get back to the radio so I can hear the answer off the radio. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you some things that since I've been going to church where I have learned. All right. Okay. I have learned that the pastors say that the pastor is the accountable of your soul, watching over your soul. Mm. And then another question I like to ask, uh, I, I learned that uh, one scripture, I was told that uh, that the, the, you're supposed to obey all the rulers, your, the rulers that are over you. Now, if that's the case, they'd be accountable of what, what would happen to you. If that's the case, those people were, were under the leadership of Jim Jones. Jim Jones, they were being the rules I mean, the ruler was over them, so who who will be accountable of, of, of they wrong? Well, I would say this to you. I would say that in terms of when it comes down to following uh, uh, pastors, that's fine as long as they're following Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So the first thing, that, uh, of course, what the pastor is supposed to do, uh, and the teachers as well, is to tell you what the Bible says. Okay. Now, when you're talking about the watch for your souls uh, statement, that comes from over in Hebrews chapter 13, where it says in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16 to 17, but to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Then it says at verse 17, obey them that have the rule over you. This is the Bible. Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for this is unprofitable for you. So as long as the leadership, the pastors, the teachers, the deacons, are telling you something out of the Word of God, you're supposed to obey it. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, that makes now, 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 if they tell you something to do that's not biblical, well, you know what to do with that. Your job is to, you know, it's better to obey God rather than men. Right. Another another question I'm going to ask you, now, I know in your ministry you have met all kinds of people, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, what would you now, I, what would you say to a, a, a man walk to you and say, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a, a, a man. I want to, I want to act like a, a woman. What would you say to that, that, that person? I'd say we need to pray. <laughs> if they did that in the church, we'd have to pray. Uh, and then I'd have to go down the litany uh, and tell them uh, at the very top of it that homosexuality is condemned in the Bible. Right, right. Yeah, we've got to say what the Bible says. The Bible covers all these bases, Ronald. And, so what I, and then, one thing for sure, I would leave any church immediately if the pastor did not believe that homosexuality was against the Word of God. I would be gone. I wouldn't stay there a second, not a minute. Right. Yeah, because, you know, they, they claim they got gay ministers. Nah, they can claim whatever they want. The only thing that's important <laughs> is what the Bible says. That's it. Just the Bible. Yeah. I could care less what the church says unless it's saying what the Bible says. The Bible is the Word of God, not just the church. 
If the church is preaching the Bible, stay there. That's the place. Nail yourself down. But if they violate the word of God, get out. Right. Right? Oh, okay, then you take care, and I enjoy, enjoy your broadcast. Okay, thank you very much. That's easy, right? Real easy for me to say. That's right. To the law, to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there's no light in them. That's why Isaiah says it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Let's go and talk to our next calling. Caller, we're going to talk to Reva. How are you doing, Reva? Hi, uh, Pastor Edwin Moss. How are you? Real good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, I had a question uh, about... Um, the book of Matthew. Uh, mm-hmm. Some scholars say that when uh, Jesus was uh, actually talking about prophesying uh, about the future, and he mentioned about the victory. Yes. Um, some Bible scholars says uh, that victory represents um, the uh, country of Israel, and um, so some people say when the time. From the time that uh, Israel becomes a nation until the time of the coming of the Christ, well, that generation would now pass. I would just didn't know what was your idea about that, or what do you mean that, uh, that, or are you talking about the the generation that would pass? Yeah, after after Israel becomes a nation, that generation would now pass when Jesus returns. Oh, I see your question. Your question is the one dealing with uh, what was meant by generation. Because in other words, what it looks as if, uh, what we're, what's happening there is that uh, generation is being looked at as something that uh, just for a period of time, uh, maybe 50 years, Jesus was saying he would come back within 40 to 50 years, right? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. I've heard that one before. And actually, it comes down to uh, correct hermeneutics in terms of the language, right? Uh, A generation we know historically can uh, uh, be something that's from a period of maybe 40 to 50 years or 80 years. But sometimes generation stands for the whole nation and not just for a group within a period of time. To give you an example, over in Philippians and in chapter 2, Uh, It says this in verse 14 and 15. Do all things without murmuring uh, and disputing. Then verse 15, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. So here, the word uh, for nation here is the word genia. That's the same word that's a word that's for generation. They both actually mean the same thing. So it could mean within a period of time, sometimes the word is used to talk about a whole nation. And in the case in the Gospels there you're reading, it's dealing with the nation, okay, that this people will not pass until this takes place. It's being used the same way Philippians, uh, uh, we have here, Philippians chapter uh, 2 and verse 15 is using it. Okay, so... um so based on what you're saying, those people will not pass. Uh, the Jews. In other words, the Jews were not going to be ultimately destroyed. Uh, just like here okay. where they're called, uh, you know, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Okay, That's the same word for generation. You could easily say crooked and perverse generation, but that would be standing when it's used in that context for the whole nation and not just a nation within a certain period of time. So it doesn't show or demonstrate that Jesus uh, here is giving a false prophecy. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Okay, I got it. Um, so I know I know Israel is actually going to uh, trying to build the uh, third temple. What was your uh, uh, idea about that? Well, exactly right. The Bible predicts that's what's going to happen. In fact, it must happen because over in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two and verse four, uh, there's an incident that's going to happen that demands that uh, the temple temple be rebuilt. Over in Second Thessalonians chapter two. And verse 4, it says, who opposes, and it's talking about the Antichrist, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God uh, or that is worshipped so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So therefore, a temple has to be built for that to take place. And so, yes, that's coming, my friend. Okay. Thank you so much uh, for clarifying that for me. Thank you for those excellent questions. I appreciate it. That is what the Bible Talk program is all about. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got Dave and Rolla on the line. Hang on. We'll be getting to you. And we have lines open. So those of you who have questions that you want to ask, issues of the Bible that you want to talk about, man, this is the place to do it on the Bible Talk show. All you've got to do is pick up that phone and call area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And if you love this program, I cry at the prospect of not being able to come on the radio, but I need your support to be able to do it. And all you need to do is send that support to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, zip code 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. We need to hear from you to stay on the air. All right, we're going to continue uh, to, to talk to you here. Let's go to Rolla in Farmington Hills. Hello, Rolla. Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good. I like you. You you, you sound chippery and you talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Moss, I just had a question. What do you think about Lent and where's the origin and uh, is it biblical or or not? My, my kids, I'm Catholic. I'm Christian, but my kids go to a Catholic school uh-huh. and they're asking me about it all the time and uh, I don't really about what? know how to respond. About Lent. About Lent. Mm-hmm. Well, Lent is a... It's, that's, a, that's a celebration within the Catholic Church. Right. Right. Uh, I don't find... Is it well, biblical? Do we, do we, do, is it biblical, like, to, to Lent, to, to fast, not eat the meat Fridays, or, you know... No, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong with fasting. That's something that, uh, that the Bible doesn't have any problem about, is fasting. So if that's uh, what we're looking at, are we looking at, that's uh, it. There's other problems that, of course, Bible-believing Christians have with Catholics. Uh, praying to Mary, uh, the whole idea of uh, rosary beads and things of that nature. Right. Uh, but in terms of Lent or fasting, uh, not necessarily so. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. I know what you mean. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, Hazel Park. Let's rush there and talk to our friend Dave. Hello, Dave. Hey, Pastor Moss. God bless you and your family and the radio station. Uh, the other day I didn't get through you. I kept on calling and blessed the guy that, that, that took my call. Oh. He just keep on calling. And you were doing that uh, 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 on judgment? 
Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We yeah, did discuss the guy, if I, 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 I think we would have probably, uh, you know, we, the men might have won that if I, if I had a chance, I believe, <laughs> the, 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 from the call. I mean, yeah, you know, to itself, because I would have went to uh, David, you know, Noah with Genesis 6 through through nine, eight, whatever, yeah, or either, or, or either, you know, other scriptures in it. But I think we would have. I just want to say that to you, and God bless you. Well, that was good. You're right. Uh, in fact, that would have uh, you would have been right because that would have been what I was really looking for, which was a worldwide judgment, and that's what the flood was. <laughs> and, and so that was a big one. So you you sure would have. You would have got a point for that one, my buddy. Yeah, we would we would we would have won one anyway. <laughs> and the other one I was I was thinking now isn't isn't Hebrews ten thirty one? Then just mine said, Lord, I will judge my people. Isn't that one too? Over in uh, Hebrews ten and thirty one. I think it's thirty. Where he says, "Vengeance is mine," said the Lord. I, I, I will judge well, my people. Well, yeah, you're right. In, in verse, well, what it says is this over in Hebrews ten thirty. Now your quote of it is pretty good. Yeah. It says, "For we know him that it said, Vengeance belongs unto me. Okay. I will recompense, okay. saith the Lord.' And again, the Lord shall judge his people." Okay. Now that's just a general statement of judgment. But we could have gave you some kudos for that. Okay, I don't know, but I just I just had to get back with you and say, well, you know what, you know, if we if, if even what then, and we, I think we would have we we would have got one over on not not that right. way, I mean that way on Sister Ma. <laughs> That's right, you, on God those women. You. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. McCoy, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Friday on Truth For Life from Alistair Beck. If you're professing to be a Christian boy, then you realize God has made you different by His grace. You see, what is being worked out here is the grace of the gospel. What does the gospel do in a workplace? And if it doesn't do anything, then it's irrelevant. We're continuing a series called Life Together, Friday on Truth For Life with Alistair Beck. Alistair Beck, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500.
Faith Talk Detroit. As the will of the student goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers, heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes the Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers efforts to rescue Jewish people told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance. Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place starring John Rice Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Detroit. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com promo code Detroit. Due to historical content, it might not be suitable for the younger audience. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and just to let you know, I'm not doing this program alone, if it were not for Marcus, I don't know what I'd do, he's on it, he ha- he makes a mistake every once in 10 years, so I haven't, I haven't seen him make too many yet, if he does make one, it would be a long time before he makes any others, uh, great uh, worker, great to have him here, number to call, area code 866-423. Three nine five seven eight area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Your questions welcome here on an open air Monday. That's right, your time, your turn. Questions about the Bible, Christian living, cults, cult apologetics, anything you want to talk about, as long as it's biblical, it's welcome here. Let's go to McCoy in Detroit. See what's on his mind. Hello, McCoy. Hello, Pastor Moss. How are you doing today? Really good. How are you? I'm fine. Two quick, short questions. The first one is, you know, when the Bible speaks of the heart mm-hmm. and the spirit, I know it's not talking about the physical heart, but is it talking about the mind, your mind of the spirit of your mind or your spirit spirit? Well, when it says the, yeah, when... the heart is desperately wicked. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is not talking about your physical heart. You're right. It's talking about the inner person, and it's talking about your mind, basically, the inner okay. man. And so, mm-hmm. so that's what the focus of it is there, there, there. It's not talking about your physical heart as such. Okay. The other one question is about, you know, you know, you got this big debate. <laughs> oh, really? I'm pretty sure you didn't ask, ask oh, boy, this many a time. About speaking in tongues. Right. Um, now, I was reading in Matthew where it said, you know, about when Zacharias came out, he was uh, kind of uh, mute. He couldn't talk. And then, well, the long story. Anyway, it was about when Mary went to visit Elizabeth. Uh-huh. It says that when she entered the room, that the baby and Elizabeth leaped and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Now, and is that terminology different from 
you know, what most people generally think of being filled with the Holy Spirit mean? You well, know, some people feel, I know it's true, some people feel that you don't have to be speaking in tongues um, at the time of the new birth, or they feel that you wasn't born again or filled with the Holy Ghost because you didn't speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. And I know I remember reading the scripture says, all do not speak in tongues. Right. And so some people are born again without speaking in tongues. And it says you speak in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Uh-huh. So, you know, can you explain, is there a difference in the Old Testament? Well, I guess Jesus, you know, before Pentecost when it said, she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, well, being filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, we find even in the Old Testament, people were filled with the Spirit. Uh, uh, but, and being filled with the Spirit means uh, that God is guiding you, leading you, uh, uh, giving gifts to you from Him. That's true. But there's no place in the Bible where it says that everyone has to speak in tongues to be saved. It doesn't say that. Right. Yeah. Now, people mm-hmm. believe it. Uh, now, in a, uh, I believe that the uh, speaking in tongues is for today. Uh, so I have no problem with it. In fact, I have the gift of tongues, but I mm-hmm. didn't receive the gift until after I was a believer for a number of years. So I know it has nothing to do with uh, you being saved. Uh, and we got to be clear. In fact, the, no, as clear as the Bible is about it, uh, there are some who believe differently. That's okay. But the Bible says, uh, talks about it extensively, 1 Corinthians 12. It says, in terms of we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, because that's what it is, one of those gifts. It says in verse 7, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and then to another diverse kinds of tongues, right? To another the interpretation of tongues. But here's what the Bible says that should clinch it, and it does for some, it doesn't for others. Here in 1 Corinthians twelve eleven. But all these works that one and self-same Spirit Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. It doesn't say providing all of to, to man, that every man has, all of them have to speak in tongues. It says severally as he wills. So the so God's, God gives the gifts to you that he wants you to have. Okay, Everybody doesn't have the same kind of gifting. It says in verse 13, then it's clear, well, verse 12, before we get to, the, to verse uh, uh, 15, it says in verse 12, for as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Then look at this. For by one spirit we are all baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink in that, that one spirit. So it says there that all of us, when we are baptized by the spirit, we are placed into the body of Christ. And that has nothing whatsoever to do with speaking in tongues. Then it tells us this in this same chapter, uh, because Paul's chapter here uh, is is uh, re- replete with its mentions of the gifts. Notice what it says at verse 28. It says, 1 Corinthians 12, 28, And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles, gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Then it says at verse 29, Are all apostles? Are all prophets, are all teachers, 
Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gift of healing? Do all speak with tongues? The answer is no. Okay? <laughs> they don't. That's why he's saying what he says. Uh, so he says, do, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts. Then he shows you a better way, he says. So no, no person receives all the gifts, and you don't have to speak in tongues to prove you're saved. It's a gift that can uh, only come if you're saved, but everybody doesn't get the same gifts. So this p- chapter is pretty clear, uh, but you'll find people who get around it. They want to say, well, you don't get the gift of tongues, but the sign, you have to show the sign. All of that's false, Okay. These things go together, okay? And so everybody does not get, on, uh, you don't, people, everybody doesn't have to speak in tongues. Some of the greatest Christians in the world are in heaven now who never spoke in tongues. Right. That's that's what I was telling this uh, elder. I said, it says, uh, you know, I explained that to him. Then I said, as you said, that you didn't speak till years later, I said, because some people... I'll tell you what, hang on. I want to I, I hear about that uh, debate before I let you go. Can you hang on till we get back? Mm-hmm. All right, going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Margot, we'll be getting to you as well. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. President Trump is officially launching his re-election campaign on June 20th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Before Tulsa's black residents were massacred by a racist mob in 1921, Tulsa was home to what was known as Black Wall Street, a hub for an emerging class of affluent black entrepreneurs. In the decades after the Civil War, former slave Booker T. Washington spearheaded the creation of a black entrepreneurial class through his Tuskegee Institute, rooted in the biblical foundations of human dignity and the merit of hard work. Washington wrote that the black slave came out of bondage, quote, with a hammer and saw in his hands and a Bible in his hands, unquote. The president has an opportunity to shift the conversation towards the heroic successes of black people despite the troubling history. He can shift the focus from victimhood to victory. I hope he uses it. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. During these unprecedented times, we know you're all worried about your family's health, your job, and paying your bills. Stop the endless debt cycle, especially now. Be proactive and take advantage of unique programs in place to help you get free of your debt. Don't wait for the bills to pile up and the banks to breathe down your neck. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get free of credit card debt, internet and signature loans, and even timeshares. You pay only a fraction of what you owe, and they even offer a guarantee. Call now at 800-464-7144 to see if you can qualify and receive a free book written by our CEO, the Debt Dietitian. A-plus rated, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands Thousands get debt relief without considering bankruptcy. During these stressful times, debt doesn't need to add to it. Call now, 800-464-7144. And get your free copy of the book to help you at 800-464-7144. That's 800-464-7144. 
In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. All right, we're back. Uh, McCoy, you still with us? That's enough. Yeah, McCoy, you still with us? Yes, I'm yeah. still here. Just give us a bit of what uh, the guy said uh, in your debate. Well, okay, well, uh, he was more like stuck on, you know, you must speak in tongues. And, you know, I shared that information that you just shared with us, mm-hmm. the radio artists. And I was saying to him, well, you know, the Bible says there's the Spirit give utterance. So if the Spirit don't give you utterance at the time, that's not saying you won't ever speak in tongues, but you can't do it unless the, the Holy Spirit gives you the utterance to right. do it. Right, that's right. That's what it says and, over in the First Corinthians uh, 12 and 11, that God gives these mm-hmm. gifts according to his will. But what did he say to that? Did he say something well, in the Bible? Was, did he take you to the Bible? No. Okay, well, there you, like, there you uh, go. More you like know, that's you what know, I, that's, that's what I understand. If he could go, and that, and that's what I find. The only kind of thing really that you, you have to respect, and I do, whether a person agrees with me or disagrees with me, if they go to the Bible, then they they have an audience. But if they just say, "I don't want to believe it," well, that's up to them. I, I thank you for your call. Thank you, Mar- appreciate that. We've got to get to Margot. Try to get her in there. McCoy, always welcome to have you call. Let's talk to Margot. How you doing, Margot? Hey, how you doing, Pastor Moss? And hats off to the ladies. Tell her I said hi. Okay, I certainly will. Hi, I have a quick question. Um, I haven't dated for over five years, and I know that they have all these dating sites online and everything, you know, mm-hmm. which I have not met anybody through there, you know, but conversation-wise. And I just need to know, what steps do you take when you're seeking a mate? And I understand that man's supposed to find the wife because he finds a good thing. But I just needed you to, like, go to the Bible and, you know, pull out some verses or even if there's a book that I can read as far as that and to prepare myself as well as, you know, not trying to go around dating. I don't go to bars or anything like that, but I just wanted you to, you know, elaborate on what's your sort of thought and is there also seminars or different places you can go for us to get information? Well, I'll tell you what, we have uh, a, a series that we call Making Marriage Works, and really single folks could get a lot out of that because we talk about that as well. We have some people who come there and just are engaged, or if you just want to hear about marriage, you could come there and sit there and learn quite a bit. Uh, but I would say if the verse that uh, that would help you, I believe, is Matthew six thirty three, where it says, But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, mm-hmm. and all these things shall be added unto you. So in other words, let uh, seeking a mate be something that you don't worry about, uh, and right. that you're open for it. Pray concerning it, and God will lead uh, you to the person or the person to you that he wants you to be with. 
uh, that's that's really all you can do. That, and you're exactly right. If the man who finds a wife, you just need to be found. I tell sisters, all you got to do is drop your hanky. Either they're going to pick it up and give it back to you, or they're not. You know, just let them know that you're available, and that's and that's the best thing to do. And make sure that your life is filled with God. Uh, so, so therefore, if, and, and really make sure He's the first in your life. Therefore, in other words, if you're not, uh, uh, if you do not have the strength to be able to live single, then you won't have the strength to be married either, because both of them take you giving your life to Christ. So yes, it's good to be right. open, date. No problem with dating, Christians, okay? And remember, your job is only to uh, select or reject. Is there a certain time frame that you should have, whereas when you do meet someone, that you will know or not know? or No, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. And you do need to, once you find out, let them know what your intentions are and tell them you intend to be married. And if you're going to, if you start itemizing or dating, tell them how long you want it to be before you get married. Set a boundary. Don't let it be f- uh, four years. You know, it's going to be four years for us to get married. Listen, in two years, you got an associate's degree. Four years, you've got a bachelor's. Six years, you got is a master's. Short, how how long does it take? Time? No, it, it can, asking, I got married. I got married to my wife after six months. It doesn't take that long. Oh, okay. okay? But if it okay. takes longer, but some guy, some people like to brag, drag it out because they're just not ready to make a commitment. Okay. Yeah. So remember I that. I know people that get married after two months and they're still together. That's right. That's right, Marco. Had to let you go. It's not about the time as long as the time is well spent finding out what you need to do. Someone was asking about a school. I recommend Manthano Bible. Uh, Bible College and Seminary, that's a good one to go to. Uh, also, Heritage Bible College and Seminary, that's a good one to go to. Uh, Moody, okay, there's some in the area. All of those is where you can get a real good, well-rounded biblical education. And if you want to know about apologetics, we're not a seminary, but we sure deal with it at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. I'm headed to a Bible study tonight. Uh, hopefully see you there tomorrow. We have our prophecy class where we're dealing with biblical prophecy, uh, and that class has about 50 students in it. We encourage you to come. You don't have to pay a lot of money. Just give a donation to support it. We'd appreciate that very much, and I'm sure you'll appreciate what you get out of it. Remember, send those donations, P.O. Box 05879, P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'll see you later. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. This is WLQV Detroit, FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit, a service of Salem Media. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.